And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to a post-game edition of the Warriors All-82 podcast. This is Tim Kawakami's first all 82 of the early season. Picked a good post game. Picked a good freaking post game. That was old school Warriors post game there. Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins. Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr. <laughs> all were good. It was like so much. I'm not writing anything. I just was there like, this is all pretty good here. We could have just used like Jonathan Kaminga at the podium. <laughs> yeah. That would have capped it off. Um, yeah, uh, pretty like, you know, controlling win from the Warriors. I'm looking right now. They won the first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter. Now, they didn't blow the heat out uh, because the final score, they only win by 13, but they won all four quarters. Uh, it wasn't an imbalanced game where the starters dominated, the second unit bled, the starters dominated again. It was like pretty even throughout. I don't think there was any bad performances by the Warriors. I mean, I know you and you even mentioned it uh, within one of your post-game questions to Kerr, like, you know, James Wiseman's a plus two. This was probably his, like, sturdiest game, you would say. Raymond, don't, don't, don't say steadiest, though. Don't say steady. <laughs> Part of your uh, lovely post-game uh, that you were talking about. Um, but I am writing about, to start, I mean, I'm going to write about a lot, but uh, I'm leading with Steph because he scored 33 on 13 and 22. He's 7 to 14 from three. He has made 27 threes in five games, which is six more than anybody else, which isn't a surprise, right? He leaves the league and made threes pretty much every season. But he's really come out looking good. Uh, it's, you know, 33 points, 33 points, 34 points, uh, you know, 33 again tonight. Just fresh, bouncy, um, confident in himself. He's just like, you know, again, we're not doing an MVP after five games, but he looks as good as anyone in the league right now. Yeah, I mean, I, think I come out of the first part. It's like, can he lead the league in scoring again? I mean... And I kind of thought those days might be over for him, but and there's others guys right who are going to score a ton, uh, but this is John Morant and all the others. But he's he's on that run, you know, and we know that he shot what 38.9 percent from three last season, which we all said this is complete outlier. This is not going to last. It lasted the whole season all the way up to like game four of, of the the finals. But like if he just shoots 45 percent, he's I think he's right about there now. Yeah, he was 44 yeah. entering the 90, he went 7 yeah, 14. Yeah, you just add another, you know, 80 points to, or more than, you know, 150 points well, to what he did last year. It's a couple like, per yeah, game, yeah. which is like, you know, when you're talking the difference between 30 and 32 points per game, that's the difference between yep. a scoring title and not. I think he was doing all the other stuff last season, you know, the, the, the drives, the finishes. Like, he's been stronger for a little while, and he talked about that tonight. But I think it's that plus, you add that Steph Curry. Because, you know, there was something. Did he put on this weight and maybe he lost the shooting touch because he put on the weight? It's good for his career. I'm he not has, saying it, but he I, has, like, refuted that yes, idea. And, and I haven't said it, but, like, there was that idea. This season is you putting the strength together with the shooting. 
and everything else that he's always had. You know, again, I, and there's been some discussion like Draymond said he's improving, and I, and it's all interpretation. And I agree with this. He's he is improving at age 34 in a lot of ways. Steph is saying I'm maintaining, and I get what he's saying. I I think I I'm going to agree with Steph here. Other than all these words have different interpretations, he's been doing this stuff. Like you go look at film of him in 2016, it was ridiculous what he was doing. This is just him adding the things he's picked up later in his career, which is mainly the strength, which is mainly being able to bunk up, bump off of people, which is being able to stand up on defense to the shooting that we have. And we saw it for that incredible run at the end of, of um, 2021. But this is like potentially we're going to see it for a whole season. Yeah, and you know what else? Um, Last season, I think a major part of the whatever you said it was, 38, 39% from three, was the record chase that really, you know, remember it really dragged him yep. into a slump. And then just like the pressure of like them as a team trying to just climb the mountaintop, scale the mountain again, and like everything that went into that season. Whereas I think yeah, now that they've to, conquered it, the question was, do you come back motivated? Did you have a good enough summer? You know, and he did, clearly. I mean, he came back in shape. And now that, you know, he does at least seem to be motivated to maintain, there's such an ease which, with, uh, you know, at which he can go about things. He's not chasing a record. He already owns it. He's not chasing, He's you not know. adjusting to Clay being out than Clay being in, yeah. right? That was, that was part of it. And then Draymond being out. Like, all that stuff was Which, going on. Which, by the way, we're five games in. Like, he might, he's probably going to be adjusting to a lot of things soon, yeah, right? Yeah, Back-to-backs yeah, are yeah. coming. Injuries yeah. to, you know, various people, I'm sure, uh, are coming. So, it's only five games. And, you know, you go back last year. Second game of the season, you had 45 against the Clippers. So, it's, you know, it's not like, wow, he's hot yeah. to start the it's year. Just, we're seeing it all. We're yeah. seeing it all. Again, he might go cold, whatever things happen. Uh, is going to start, you know, they're going to start resting him on the back-to-backs. Like, that's coming. But I just think what is striking... So if you really put it in context, you're waving around that box score around like crazy. Uh, is that he's putting the things that we all have seen kind of separately, and they're all great, and they're all important, and they're all winning things. But now they're kind of all being fused together in a in a five game stint, whatever. But it's like this could really be special for 82 games and into the playoffs. He is closing this year pretty ruthlessly uh the lakers game here when the lakers were you know really trying to claw back into it he just like you know slammed the door i remember a four-point play particularly in that game and just the just the late game confidence and then tonight uh you know he comes in at around like the seven minute mark they've they've controlled the game but again miami's miami's such a dangerous team you, the the celtics experienced this in the east finals right all the way up until butler Great misses stuff. that three they just don't go away and he hit four uh shots four jumpers in the last five minutes that sealed it and two of them were on hero where he had the for some reason miami had hero on yeah. him that wasn't a switch it wasn't, it wasn't no it was that's who was guarding them yeah i'm quite sure about that one yeah and he just went dribble combo shook yeah. hero I think easily they were assuming three. that there was going to be somebody coming up in a pick and roll well he was inbounding yeah. from underneath yeah. so maybe the posters i thought is like well he's not part of the immediate play it was weird but then later the funny thing is so he gets that going on hero a couple possessions later Hero's not on him, but he calls up Clay. <laughs> he's like, I want Hero. Yeah. And then he got him, yeah. boom. I mean, that was kind of the dagger. But just, I don't know, you know, he's just had such control over everything right now. Yeah. I mean, he's played with these guys for so long. I mean, that's obviously part of it. He's feeling very comfortable. He's, his body's feeling great. Uh, he's just gotten on a string right now. And, you know, who he's saying, I, I want to play like this for a lot longer. And who's to say that he can't? I mean, Anybody who watched him in the, in the finals is not going to say this is impossible. This guy can do it for many more years. 
Uh, that's an important thing for this window of opportunity we're talking about. It's an important thing for what they do with the, you know these young guys, how this all fits together. It, it's all thirty. It's all what did Kerr say? Like anybody could be gone from you know from anywhere except for Steph. He's going to be around for a long time, and that is ultimately no question. Steph and Joe Lakin, I think, would be the two that I'm pretty well bet on being around here for as long as they want to be. Anyone else? You never know. It's sports, uh, but this I don't is know, Steph seven billion dollar valuation. Sure, Joe don't want to cash out on this. This would be. <laughs> Potentially the high water mark yeah, to just uh, cash I out. No, I don't think Joe's doing that. No, I don't think Joe's doing that. Uh, seeing how they bought it for $450, uh, $450 million. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> this is <laughs> the time. Yeah. No, nah, I don't think so. Then what he want to do is go want to go buy the Warriors again if you do that. So, uh, But this is... Uh, I, this I'm is, sure you saw Andre this morning yeah, talking about it. I was joking about it. It's, it's a good point. No question. The valuation is, is incredibly tied to Steph Curry, but also... I'm getting some of this. Like, Steph is getting some of this. Uh, he's getting the maximum allowed uh, amount that he can get from this. But you're right. He is. He's probably. What's, what's Steph Curry worth? If, if the Warriors are worth $9 billion, worth uh, $2 billion? Yeah, I mean, like, he. I would, I would probably put it this way. What has Steph Curry's, um, I guess, involvement in the last decade to the Warriors meant from the 400 win, Joe Lacob? Bought it for 450 If Steph Curry is not there, or we can even say if he was in the Andrew Bogut trade, yep. which you talked to Andrew Bogut <laughs> recently about it. Like, if he's in that trade, how much are the Warriors currently? Do they even have this arena, which is a big part of why they're valued yeah, that much? Yeah, we, we could chop it at least in half, probably more than that. Uh, like, didn't somebody do that study with LeBron? Like, LeBron's worth, like, $2 billion. Was, yeah, well, I like think that. what's interesting about LeBron is he went back and forth with yeah. Cleveland, and, and yeah. every time he left, it would chop <laughs> off this much, and then he'd come back, and it would yeah. go up. Steph hasn't quite done that, but that's another part of why he's so valuable. Anyway, that's enough Steph. We'll keep talking about Steph. Well, just a fascinating conversation with him afterwards, too. Fascinating, you know, interplay with him. And then we could get to Clay, who... Who you know? Had Let's a, go, Clay. Now, so Clay gets tossed in Phoenix. Never talks about it. Does talk about it tonight? You could tell. I think the way Devin Booker handled uh, yeah. the post game of that, saying he loved Clay, and uh, you know, I just thought Devin Booker handled it well. Clay clearly, I believe, agreed with that because then he came up and like was pretty much you know. Yeah, Devin he, Booker is one of the first people who texted him after he tore his Achilles and said, you know, the, the, the shooting guard battle won't be as. You know, whatever it won't be as won't good. Be the yeah, same. And, or, and, and he pre- he was purposeful yeah, on yeah. like, hey, like it's this is not anything personal with yeah. Devin Booker. He clearly wanted to get that message out. Uh, you asked him specifically about the four rings comment. He he mentioned, oh, I, you know, he he does this sometimes. Oh, I blacked I like out. Something. But, Booker said something that pissed him off. That's it's in competition. Clay was in a bad mood. He hadn't been shooting the ball well. So there's something that that did trigger that. But it's all in competition. Uh, but clearly, the fact that he kept saying, I got four rings, I got four rings. I mean, there was something where Booker t- offered some sort of challenge, and that was the reply. And that's what happens. And, and Clay said it. Like, it's, just, just, it's competition. But tonight, he comes out and makes his first three, makes his first bucket. You think, okay, this could be an incredible game. Then misses what, his next six threes. You know what he row. finished? Uh, I would guess four for 14, something Six like that. Six of 19. Yeah, okay. I mean, you know, listen, he, volume shooter, as he said tonight, now he's going to shoot it. That's what he's going to do. If he's not shooting 14 it. 14 of his 19 are threes. Yeah, he's just going to shoot the ball. 
uh, well, you know, sometimes they're going to go in, sometimes they're not going to go in. Maybe not at the same rate, certainly, uh, as, you know, as Prime until he gets back to it. And what does he do? What does he tell us at the end? He stops us. Got one more thing to say. And who knows? What, By the way, know, this what is, you're expecting. This is we, a second straight press conference <laughs> he has. This might be a new thing. He has some type of grievance <laughs> and he has now decided his way right. to handle it. Is it got one more thing? Mm-hmm. You, I didn't even, you know, sometimes I take videos of press conferences. I, I had my phone down. I mean, I just wasn't taking it. He goes, I got something I want to say. And I was like, all right, better get my phone up for this one. Uh, yeah, he was upset with a Charles Barkley comment that was post-game Phoenix. He got ejected. Warriors lose. That was basically, you know, I think it was Barkley kind of making the point that the young guys need to rise up. And because, he said, Draymond and Clay are slipping. What, what I found a little odd about Clay's grievance against Charles is Charles said he's slipping. I mean, I think we all understand Clay has slipped a little bit. Clay and then Clay he said it himself. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess he just doesn't like, you know, older players, like, you know, criticizing him. But that's kind of bark what Barkley does. And, he, and he's not even saying Barkley's wrong. Yeah, it's – I just think he, he feels like people are picking on him when he's not. You know, he has – he's been missed two seasons plus – and every time he goes out, it's it's now a, my, under the microscope. Every time he does something, it's because you're not as good. And it might be true, it's it's, but it's hard to hear. And Steph, I mean, Steph kind of poked at it because you know, I just think there's some former players who don't remember like the way they ended their careers. So obviously, a shot at Charles, and, and it's a shot at all players who who like pretty much get, everyone could, ends poorly. Yes, it's going to happen. Charles has paid money to say what he feels, to analyze, and not remain friends with everybody he said it about freaking draymond who's going to be on that panel with him like for a lot of nights um but i think and i think charles elaborated on this to dan patrick so i think that's what really that that one got out too and it was just how he doesn't think that that clay is the same player and again clay understands that he agrees i believe he said duh yeah (laughs) duh like i've been out look like and he played a pretty important part in the postseason, that, that's a great point by Clay. That you know, I was, it does get lost. Second yeah, in the yes, NBA yes. In, in playoff threes last year, which is pretty incredible. He good in the finals, good, good on both finals, ends. and he was out there. He was logging minutes. I think what Clay saying, like, would you at least say that part? Like, just say that part. Yeah. You know, and and that I am going to get better. And it's again, it's all percentages. It's like phrasing we understand you know it's what you imply it's also what gets cut by you know what whoever's putting it out there also just he was hurt by it he's hurt he's in an emotional point like i asked staff like well you know where is he right now and says well he's in a good mood today you know what that means he's been in a bad mood other days so like that he was at shoot around like bouncing around like we're playing basketball today (laughs) baby This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card.
It's a sea. It's like a you know stormy sea, and sometimes you're up and sometimes you're down. And Clay is going to ride that right now. He's just become an emotive kind of guy for everyone to see it. I think the two years off absolutely did that, and we got another blast of it. It's just fascinating. It's just fascinating to see this, and uh, you know what drives him. You know the competition that drives him to, to try to prove everybody wrong. It was like that before he was hurt, right? He was this quiet guy had burned competitively, though. He you know, wasn't recruited very heavily. He wasn't the highest drafted guy. He was behind Montiel. All these things. And now he's going through it all over again with these, you know, coming off the injuries. And he's, he is saying, like, hey, well, at least give me credit for the things I am doing and the fact that I can, I can work my way back to what you think I should be. That is the point that he continues to make, and that is very important for the Warriors' next few seasons is, is you know, if you just said, hey, the clay that we've seen, the, you know, really since he's been back is the clay you're getting the next few years, I think that's actually okay yeah. for the Warriors, right? We saw him be impactful in the playoffs. But he believes, like, he, I believe he said, like, just, like, give me time. Give me yeah. time, Charles. And it's like, you know, that to me is the, is the battle he's fighting right now. This in, internal belief that if given enough time, he can get back there to where, you know, I think personally we might doubt. At least, you know, he's talking about all-star level. Like, I'd probably doubt that, but we'll see. Is, I mean, was it to you or so? He talked about, like, okay, the defense might not be there, right? That, like, that's probably not coming last back. Last year? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah we yeah, talked yeah. about that's that like, That's year. probably not coming back. And, but it, he can be valuable in a lot of other ways because he's so big uh, and because he can fit, you know, with these guys so, you know, so well that it's still out there. And they won a championship when he was working his way there. So uh, it, it's a lot of levels to this. It's a lot of emotions. But I, I, what struck me is you just see the kind of the dynasty era kind of tightening around him. Like, this this is our guy. Clay's counting on this. And they're going to move forward. And they're going to go try to win another championship like this. Uh, you know, Draymond Green, I'd say the stat I'd want to point out on his night, 5 of 10 shooting, 10 points. Eight of those points were in the first half, but he had 14 in Phoenix. I believe he had like 12 or something in another game. He's like offensively where you want him to be. I mean, he you, you he's just taking the shots he should. He's doing the fake dribble handoffs when he should. Um, he just looks good. He just looks really good. He's got to attack the rim, right? It's, I think that's the thing that – you he's know, dunked probably yeah, four times. Yeah, you gotta, and you got to try. And you're going to miss some of them. Like the little shoulder shots are tough. Sometimes he's going to make them. Sometimes he's not. But you, you can't just not take them. I think that's maybe what, what would be the main criticism of him. Isn't that he misses them? He's going to miss. Like you got to take them. You can't pass them up. He passed up, he's passed up a lot of four-foot shots over the last few years. And you just got to just feel like you get to foul, go be comfortable with your free throw shooting. And he has been very – he was very aggressive tonight. And it just helps. The defense has to play him. The defense has to collapse on him. It opens up offensive rebounding lanes for other guys. Uh, this, is, uh, this is the way he should be. He's play, his energy has been great, I think, the last three games. And this is the Draymond they need. Now, he's not going to go back to what, you know, he was making two three-pointers a game in 2016. That's gone. But, like, a guy who can be a threat from the three, and then when it's there, he, t- he attacks. And then when the defense collapses, he's obviously going to make the right pass. And he's fine defensively. All these things, uh, very important to them. He said he should got to be more fiery, right? He said that, and like, like, okay, there's been some things where you were too fiery this season, but I get it, and I think the, I think you were talking about it before. I, he's sitting there with Jordan Poole after the game, just sitting there yeah. together, like you know, these are these are scenes we had not seen, 
right when the season started for obvious reasons. We're seeing it now. Their lockers are next to each other, and they're kind of be you know they're having discussions. Yeah, it's not a buddy cop film over there, but like (laughs) it's a lot of the tension is eased. Are buddy cop? cop. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. but. Paul uh, and Draymond, at least they're talking. Look, yeah. I mean, it's, again, it's what we were talking about on the podcast. The tension is just eased every single day, which, again, yeah. it's like that's human nature, right? Exactly. Um, okay, Andrew Wiggins, 18 and 10. Very easy 18 and 10 in about 37 minutes. Team high plus 17. Um, I was chatting with him at his locker postgame. I was like, you know, 10 rebounds. Does it even feel like 10 used to feel to him? And he was like, yeah, not really. Like 10 used to be. He's like, it honestly used to be rarer. And I was like, I know. I've looked at your Minnesota stats, essentially. But it is just like, and it was kind of what we were going back and forth on. But like, if he got 10 rebounds in a Minnesota Timberwolves uniform, I feel like like that's all postgame was about. Like, Wiggins got 10 rebounds. Now? He's basically he's a seven done. rebound per game guy yeah, that can get done. ten every. Yeah, he got twelve, three like games. twelve and fourteen in a, in a finals game. He got so, Sixteen. Yeah, wow. yeah. I the way I felt it was when he got that fourth foul in what was it in the third, and he had to come out. I went, uh oh, like like when did you when did you ever do that with Andrew Wiggins? Certainly not with the Second Warriors. Second best yeah, Like you're just like this guy. They need him on the floor. Like they need Andrew Wiggins on the floor for as much as they can. He doesn't look like he ever gets tired. Not going to make a ton of shots. You know, he's going to make his shots. Shots going to come and go, but you know, he's not Steph. He's not Clay. But like, he'll he's available for the shot. He's available for the rebounds. He's going to defend the toughest guy. Like, that was a really good game, and it was just another game for it. It was not wasn't even like a remarkable game in Andrew Wiggins' catalog with the Warriors, but it was a really good game. It's just a solid, solid. You know, the game that they, they can't do without him. They cannot do with Andrew Wiggins, period. especially if yeah. Clay is not guarding the, the, the quick guards and he's not going to anymore. They've got to have Andrew Wiggins. Uh, bench, uh, you know, pool seven assists, only took seven shots, made four of them 11 points. You know, he's kind of quieter to start this season. Um, but that's a controlled game, particularly with these seven assists, uh, two turnover stats. Uh, Wiseman, you mentioned it, we mentioned it, plus two, 10 and six. Uh, we just get. 14 minutes out of James Wiseman like that. If they can count on that, and they are. Steady. Yeah, steady, which I, which was disputed by Draymond, which is fine. Because Draymond's, I want him to try to be the best he can be. You know what? The Warriors do not. The Warriors do not want that. The Warriors want him to just be this and not try to do all the crazy yeah, stuff. And Joe Lake is so. like, no, he could do – let's have him be a star right now. I mean, are you yeah, sure? Are we uh, sure? Maybe, yeah. Those two guys, everyone else, like, Joe's Joe. like, all right, we'll wait till February until he turns into a star. All right. They can pick up that fourth-year option, by the way. They haven't done that yet. Uh, but just be available for the lobs. Hit the little shots when, when they're there. Run the floor. He's still he's not great defensively. Don't be a disaster. Like he's like that's what my point was. Like if they can just say, these are fourteen minutes that we don't have to worry about anymore. Like, it might be minus two, might be plus two, but it's not gonna be minus fourteen. Like just that, and they, they juggled around the, the rotation, so he's not starting the second or the fourth. Although they did start the fourth because he played so well in the third. Uh, like just kind of juggle his minutes around a little bit so they they have backup minutes that they can give Looney the rest. And make sure that they're not dying when James Wiseman's in the game. And and I, tonight was a big step. I think last game he wasn't that. I mean, he's a minus, but he he was relatively productive. That's all they're saying. Let's just be productive and if relatively efficient, and don't kill those minutes. And he didn't kill him tonight for sure. So Jonathan Kaminga opens the season in the rotation. Um, yeah, with within it within about one and a half games. 
he is bumped out of the rotation for Moody. You know, and their their argument for that and is understandable because it was he was playing the three was they wanted more spacing with that second unit. Moody spaces the floor better, fits more as a three in a in a lineup that includes Jermichael Green and, and James Wiseman. Um then he had kind of sat in this wild card spot of the rotation for a couple games where they would kind of plug him in in various like small bursts. Uh, but tonight he gets a complete DMP, first DMP of the season. Uh, and, you know, I mean, is, I, Ty Jerome's playing over him right now, even though Dante DiVincenzo's out yeah. because Kurt. What really telling is when Moody kind of hurt his finger and had to come out. Yeah. They didn't put Kaminga in. They put Wiggins back in, who had only been out for a couple of minutes. Like, they were not going to play John Kaminga tonight. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, to me, like, the thing is, like, there, like, Moody's playing the three. Okay, he has to come out. You go to a three. And, like, the truth is... They were trying to plug Kaminga, and it's a small forward, and he just is no, he's, he's a power forward. In, this, power in forward. this offense, he's a four. I think he can defend the three. He cannot at that four spot. He and can it, defend like one through five, yeah. but he can't play offensively no, the three. No. It just he's too ball dominant. Dominant. He turns it over. There's just he doesn't read things the way they want people to read things. He's not an available three sh- sh- shooter. He's a four, and they've got. Draymond Green and Jamichael Green there. And this was Jamichael Green's best game as a Warrior. I, I don't think there was a question about it. He was r- tough. He was getting offensive rebounds. He was, like, there were things he was doing that was super important to this team. Steve Kerr, as we said, he's going to play Jamichael Green. So if the available minutes are, are if, if, if John Kaminga's a power forward, the, there's no, no minutes there. And it just is going to, I think there might be more minutes for him at the five than there are at the three right now. Just because but, the I way mean, well, and, it's, and, but they're not just, gonna play. Are him. you playing him over Wiseman? Then he's yeah. at the five. Are you yeah. playing him over to Michael Green's at the four? If he's not playing over neither, he's getting DNPs. Yeah. Uh, now, and there will be, he will play, but yeah, I, I mean, it, look, it, their it, next two games are back to back Charlotte, yeah, Detroit. He's going to play, yeah. and you know, Draymond's not gonna play 80 games, he might not play 70 mm-hmm. games, he might not play 65 games. Like, there's going to be times for him to play, and but, they're telling him that. But right now, you could tell this is the start of his second season. Yeah, this is oh, the start yeah. of a seventh overall pick, second season. Who, yeah. by the way, seventh felt low to him, right? This is a guy who always believed he was like a top three pick. Um, he's been told he's the future of the franchise. Yeah, like, he has been told that. And by like, it's gonna, yeah, it's on the be, podium yeah, several times yeah. by like Clay Thompson yeah, and Draymond yeah, Green. And it's going to be delayed even more. Uh, but then he's got to figure out his game. He's got to figure out a way his game can fit, and it does not currently fit. Uh, the way it's put together. And I also think they just need to find him time, though. I understand what's going on, like the context we both do, but I also am like, gosh, he kind of needs to play. I almost asked her that when he got to get it. I was like, is at some point do you just have to play him, right? I mean, don't you – like, he is this incredible talent. Like, there's no question about that. But he doesn't – like, Dante DiVincenzo doesn't play, and he doesn't play. Like, Ty Jerome. Ty Jerome play. Like, there's just like, – some of it might be curves, just like, listen – there's some things I need to see from you I'm not seeing. And I don't care. I'm going to play Ty Jerome. Uh, maybe that's going on. We heard about the you know, lateness issue last year one time. And I, that probably sounds like it maybe was more than one time. Who knows? But maybe there's a little bit. I don't think there is. But I, we, I have to judge it by what we see on the floor. And, and I'm, you know, I'm a Kaminga guy. I'm a, I'm a Kaminga guy. It has not been good at small forward. Moses Moody should be playing over him. And if he's playing over him, then there's a severe lack of minutes. Because, what, you're going to not play Andrew Wiggins a couple minutes? No, I'm going to play Andrew Wiggins. I mean, it's Jermichael Green. Yeah. And, you know, that's just – what's funny, I mean, we'd all probably think – 
you know, Otto Porter is better than Jermichael Green, but Otto Porter had so much maintenance that needed to be done with the body, <laughs> yeah. including, right? You know, Otto yeah. Porter's not playing for the Raptors yeah. right now. He has a hamstring. Yeah. Um, in a weird way, having Otto Porter around would be helpful in getting Kaminga more <laughs> minutes be because you yeah. could. Just, I mean, Otto Porter's on ice half the time, yep. so I don't know. it's it's the challenge that they that they're gonna have to deal with. But anyway, anything else from this game before I send it out? No, I think that's that's about it. Uh, I just think the rotation is constantly fascinating. You know, I always think that, but they they're gonna be moving around these pieces for for a lot longer. But it's interesting they got. M- Looney and Wiggins in the second unit and to start the second and fourth. So it's not really a young second unit anymore. It's it's like a veteran second unit, and I think it's going to steady it up a little bit. Steady is the wrong word, right? Steady, I can't say steady, but it's, it's solid. All right, we will talk to you, I don't know, some point during the road trip, maybe Monday. Wow. Wow. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.